You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of eXp Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Dr. Mike Mitchell of Covenant Living at Inverness, Inverness Village. We're talking about downsizing, retirement living, end-of-life care, just the whole gamut of things that uh, we're, we're going to cover today. Well, let's start with the basic, the categories of senior living, because most people have somewhat of a feeling for that, but uh, really what is the lay of the land that are the options that uh, our citizens have out there? I've, I know I've toured your facility, and it was very enticing to me, <laughs> maybe just because I have so much stuff to do and so much to maintain. Real estate-wise, I looked at it and I thought, wow, that is pretty attractive to have everything taken care of, your meals, fitness and consultation on site, uh, medical services on site. What else is there? Oh, that's all kinds of activities on, on any given day. Uh, now we're talking pre-COVID because COVID, we'll get to that, changed a lot of things, uh, hopefully temporarily. But uh, yeah, there's all kinds of entertainment activities, uh, uh, things that are happening both on and off campus, transportation to all of these uh, things, a chance to be involved with traveling to other communities. And, you know, we're part of a larger system in America called Covenant Living Communities and Services. Covenant's been around a long time. They've been, in, in, like you said, in the, in the senior care business for 135 years. Most of the early on, you know, when you go back to early 1900s and then up through World War II and such, Daryl, most of these facilities were started by uh, either religious-based or fraternal order uh, organizations across America. And they started out small, and as far as when you talk about categories, most of us in, in the baby boomer generation always refer to these kind of places as we're growing up as old folks' homes. Yeah. Uh, they've been called senior living uh, homes. They've been called nursing homes. And that's basically, even in today's market, there are senior living places that, that have nothing but just an apartment to rent. Uh, it's really no different than renting an apartment almost anywhere other than it's geared towards and it has uh, age limits to enter. But there's not a lot of uh, amenities or anything like that other than they may have somebody that, uh, like if you live in an apartment complex, there might be a pool, there might be people that mow the lawn and trim the trees and bushes and such like that. But it's about the lowest level. The next thing up would be that nursing homes, nursing homes is where you begin to get see some uh, medical care. Uh, at a very basic level, but, but there is medical care on site. When you start getting up to recent times, recent when I uh, say that, I mean like the 1980s, uh, we started seeing uh, assisted living centers and senior, senior living homes that had both uh, assisted living and what we call skilled nursing again, on a very limited basis. And then as you move into the 90s and the early 2000s, that, that was really the expansion of what is called one of two things. It's, it's either called life plan communities or it's called CCRC, which stands for Continuing Care Retirement Communities. Now, life plans and, and continuing care means that at that one facility, almost everybody enters as what's referred to as an independent resident. They live in either an apartment or they live in a cottage or a garden home or you know an outside residence on the property. Then if they ever need to start getting some assistance, they don't have to move to a new location, either in town or across the state or whatever. If they need a little bit of assistance, right there at that facility, because again, it's a continuing care retirement community, there is an assisted living center. 
And there's three to four different levels of assisted living. So it's nice to, most people will start in, in the first level. Some people wait longer than they should and come in at the second level. If anywhere along the line, Daryl, they need some medical attention, there is a skilled nursing facility right on site at a continuing care retirement community. And then the last level is memory. There's been such an increase in, in dementia and Alzheimer's. Most people have had to either be removed from their care facility and go to their a home or, a, or a, ch a child's home that takes care of them or a center that's just set up to handle uh, memory care, dementia. But at a CCRC, you have all of those. So that, that's the range from the old folks' homes through the nursing homes, senior living places. There are now more and more you see um, you see standalone assisted living centers and there's been an explosion of what's referred to as home care there's a lot of facilities here in Tulsa and anywhere you go where, where they will provide at home assistance so instead of having to leave your home and go to a uh, like an assisted living center you bring the care to the home. So there, we deal with a lot of our, our clients who are making this plan of, I want to reduce the number of moves, I'm, I need to downsize, but I am not ready to go to a nursing home, what we would, we would think of as a nursing home. Uh, for someone who hasn't toured a, an Inverness type of facility, what would you prepare them for? Because I find them pretty energetic and they can be uh, in, in any, any form such as just a, a retirement or a, a senior living, an age-restricted resti community all the way through to nursing home. And I don't think we talked about age-restricted communities. That, that's a single-family home that may have really nice common elements right. to it. Right. There are some centers like that. And even in, in, uh, in the continuing care retirement communities here at Inverness, our minimum age is 55. I would say this, the most often I've been, I've been working with Inverness and I have been on the ministerial staff of First United Methodist Church downtown working primarily with seniors the last 20 years. And the number one thing that I hear over and over and over is they finally wait until there is a health emergency. And then they, you know, now I got to get into one of these facilities like tomorrow. Or they put it off and put it off. They move in, even into independent living. But after they've been there, it's short of six months, but certainly by a year, this is what I hear over and over. We should have done this three or four years ago. Don't wait until you think it's going to be time in the next six to 12 months. Go out there now. Go and visit places like Inverness and any other ones and let them know. At this point, I'm just shopping. I'm just trying to get a, a handle on how, how does this work? What does it cost? What is required? So I can plan. You cannot plan too soon. A lot of these places have a waiting list. That's one of the main points when I'm talking to someone about selling their home and downsizing. Please do not wait. I mean, I'm the professional on the real estate side of it, helping people sell their house. And I, right. and I say, please, please do not wait until the last minute. You have a medical emergency or something that forces you to change. I don't want you to be in tears with stress and anxiety about what has to happen because of an emergency in your life. This yeah. is part of retirement. This is what you're building your, your financial resources for so you can go into retirement. The less stress you have doing that is really what makes it the golden years. You're not stressing about all the stuff and how you're going to get your stuff, where you're going to get your stuff. But it's just such great, great advice. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin. 